So we need to market a podcast made from ground-up baby tigers that gives you explosive diarrhea. No, we need to market a podcast made from ground-up adorable baby tigers that gives you less anal leakage. Hmm. Hard to sell. This is the AvoidingWritingRun.com podcast for August 21st, 2010. All right, so uh, we're going to uh, double up on... Got some serious catching like, up to do. Yeah, because, uh, of course, uh, last week we were over at AE. Anime Evolution. Just fantastic. Yeah, which, if you missed, if you somehow missed it but still listened to the podcasts, we put up, like, eight or nine little on-the-run videos with the power of the iPhone. Uh, so you should definitely check those out. They're on our YouTube channel. And on our blog. And uh, Oh, yes, right, yeah, Matt did a big blog post. I up did. Which I is great. collected them all so you don't even have to leave our website. Sweet. Never leave our website. Never. So, Except to bring friends. So, to start, uh, let's go for bad news. Bad news. Bad Alex, news. when did you write this? I don't remember. It was a long-ass time ago. Lo- lost to the mists of antiquity. I would honestly have to check like the timestamp on the, 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 uh, the original the document, file. Because this script is old. This actually, does this predate Wave? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Easily. Yeah. No, 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 no. This, was, this is like years old. This is oh like, well, you, okay. Well, yeah. then you must not have. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think you actually like four or five years. Oh, okay, I don't think you actually brought really it really old to us at that point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Graham has spoken yeah. of it many times. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, I know, yeah, but but I can see like a year ago or something. But yeah, I don't, no, 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 no. 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 He, sent it, he sent it. He sent it. He sent it to me years ago yeah. when oh. he was still yeah. like way living in Toronto. Yeah, I believe that's in the T dots. Yeah. So the point is, is that this script was written a long time ago and didn't really get shot because it was sort of uh, uh, above your guys' means. And I'm kind of glad that it took so long because, you know, the end result really speaks for itself. Well, part of it was that, and part of it was just like because it did require a little extra work, we didn't do it. Like, we could have done it, but we didn't because Well, and it was also I mean, I think it was also um, especially when we were back back when we it was originally proposed, um, we were a little bit concerned that it would be um, too close to the Warriors of Darkness. Oh yeah, Um, that's how old this is. No, this this, honestly, when I originally saw this script, it predates even the Warriors of Darkness. Really? When you. Yeah, yes. When when you brought it when you brought it to us, it didn't predate. Do I get a record for like oldest video? Uh, I, th- I think actually, you, you, I think you might now have the the record for distance from writing to production of a script, possibly. Which up until recently was, which up until that was, what, what which one was it? There was another one that we've been sitting on for a while. Anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, so basically, just um, I, I am personally glad that we waited so long to do this too. video because I have the purple hair now. Yeah, and like, I think that looks. You better. guys really nailed. <laughs> The entirety of that video it turned out extremely well, you know, from top to bottom as far as like performance and production values and everything. And yeah, it, it, I was extremely pleased. I was kind of choked because I couldn't make it to the shooting, but you know, seeing it after the fact, I was like, oh my god, it's so good. The shooting had its own uh, interesting issue uh, that is very funny. There's a Boards of Canada joke in there. Uh, did we <laughs> really? I have, have, not have we talked about the, not the, in the video? On the I don't know if we have talked about it. Now is as good a time as any. Uh, with, the, with the camera we're using now, it's great in a lot of respects, but it has some audio uh, problems. Well, not audio problems, it's just it doesn't uh, do auto levels very well. 
And so what that means is that... Or it does them too well. It does them too well, and we get like weird distortion. You can hear it in a couple of the earlier videos that we've shot with this one, uh, which, is, which is unfortunate. But what we do now is we run the microphone, our normal microphone, into one channel. And into the other channel, we run a tone. Just a... And what that does is bumps the auto gain up so that it knocks the gain on the other channel down and it, you get really nice audio. So it went, and it works really, really well. And the way that we do that is we have just an MP3 of... On, on, uh, on my iPhone. And we just, uh, we just play that on endless loop uh, plugged into this little weird uh, bunch of chords that we've made. Uh, I had just gotten the new iPhone, so I had reformatted it and I didn't have it, but Kathleen still had it on her phone from a previous time when we'd had to put it on hers. So we play it. After about half an hour of shooting, we realized that what's happened is that it wasn't actually stuck on loop. It, it was stuck on. It, it was set to loop all, meaning every song on her phone. So it had played the five-minute tone track and then moved on to the boards of Canada. Uh, which, Luckily, as it happens, uh, worked really, really well. So, so yeah, boards I, of Canada pretty much pretty much indistinguishable from just the tone. If, if you Ooh. don't know what boards of Canada sounds like, uh, they're extremely uh, low key ambient electronic music. It's a two brothers from Scotland who are heavily influenced by the sort of weird ambient music that they had in. Boards of Canada or film National Film Board of Canada uh, videos from the seventies. Oh, is that where the name came from? Yeah, because oh, that's awesome. Their dad apparently had a job in Canada for a while when they were growing up, so they lived in Canada for a bit and watched all these film board cartoons. Oh, crazy! And uh, movies that's and awesome. stuff. So, uh, so do look them up because I really like them. But my friend Lindsay says they are the most boring uh, band to ever grace the earth. I think earth. they're great. They're great. I uh, I remember hearing a Boards of Canada song and being like, this is lame and boring. And then I heard another one recently and was like, these guys are rad. Why did I think they were lame and boring? So really good, I yeah. highly recommend them. So the only the only problems that happened was when it was in between tracks because it was completely silent in between tracks. Right, right. And so there's one instance of a take of one of Kathleen's lines. I think it's the I'm Only 320, which luckily there was another take of and it worked out fine. But you can hear people talking in the background like I'm telling her what her next line is, whatever. And, and so, and it's really, really quiet. And, it's like, and then the track ends. And it's, I'm only 320! And it just destroys the levels because there's nothing going against it. And then immediately afterwards, the next track starts. And she's like, okay, so how was that, guys? Was that all right? Should I do another one? <laughs> and so it, it was I'm just sure like, that's exactly uh, what Kathleen the timing, like. it's just the timing was so perfect. So anyway, but that, that got dealt with and it all worked out fine. So, um, uh, Give us another tone just for fun. <laughs> uh, influences Jer's costume, very Final Fantasy. I don't know if you mm. can see how many belts he was wearing. Yeah. He had a lot of belts on. It yeah, you so might not be able to see them under the table, though. I was yeah. quite impressed with the level of dedication. Yeah, the, costume. the costumes I, I thought were really, really well done. Uh, like someone said, um, uh, is what was it? Someone said, like, is Graham wearing something on his shoulders? <laughs> Or something. You were wearing like, the entire muscle suit. Under yeah, the like my shoulders and chest and arms. You looked a little bit like a reject from the bouncer, actually. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, that was that was the intention there. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of steampunk with the goggles. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, are actually Harry Potter goggles we picked up. up. Oh, <laughs> New York. Shut up. Okay. Yeah, they're actually Quidditch goggles, yeah, Quidditch which we got because they look awesome, and you can't so tell if you like Quidditch them, goggles. You're a nerd. And they're only fifteen bucks. You can get them yourself. If, um, if you're in New York and. 
can go to F.A.O. Schwartz. I'm sure you can get one elsewhere. elsewhere. No, only New York and only at F.A.O. Schwartz. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Paul was, uh, what was the inspiration for Paul's design? Uh, sort of, yeah. Dracula kind sort of? Yeah, sort of sophisticated yeah. creature of the night kind of idea. Yeah. Plus, plus I have... What is a man? Yeah, well, I tried... Yeah, I guess it's yeah, Castlevania Dracula is sort of the yeah, idea. Yeah, it turned out, for, like, again, really well, because that's basically what I had in mind for all, all the characters. I wanted to visit, like, the most sort of generic, overused, uh, like, bad guy tropes. Like, you have the crazy guy... <laughs> And then you have, like, you know, the sort of sultry temptress. I was going for, like, Disney witch. That, too, yeah. Like and and my, sort like, of, how know, I dressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, you know, just like, the buff guy who likes smashing stuff. And, of course, they're led by, you know, the sophisticated guy who doesn't really look, Wait. you know... Final so, Crusher. Yeah, Final that, Crusher. This effects on that, Graham? Oh, Super thank you. Funny. I had a lot of fun with that. Because, I mean, originally, you know, we wanted to do something, but we hadn't actually talked about what effects we were going to do, so that it was all in post. It, like, planning was all in post, so I was like, okay, for lasers, I'll make Kathleen's pendant glow, and then I made my, gave myself sort of a sort of an outer glow for getting really big and stomping around. But the way that it worked for the final crusher worked so well, because he, you know, he had, his hand was against black, so I was able to isolate it and just colorize it and add trails. Gesundheit. <laughs> Thank you. And just add trails to it. Mm. And it looked so good. But yeah, and this was shot at my parents' place. Because uh, that, that was the other big problem, was finding a, finding yeah. a good location. Our, our go-to spot for any kind of uh, cool uh, sort of Victorian Gothic style. Not even Gothic. The really, location but, yeah. looks so good. But I mean, yeah. if, you, if you've seen our stuff like uh, the Harry Potter video was shot there too. Mm-hmm. Um, basically everything from season two. Yeah. <laughs> it's shot in different rooms. Uh, yeah, that's, shot in different different rooms. It's but, shot in uh, the same room that has shown up in Christmas specials, where the Christmas tree gets put up. Oh yeah, also, yeah, yeah. And then moving the moving the lights around for everyone's shots really helped. Uh, just make really nice lighting. Yeah, I was really really pleased with the turn. I also an appearance by my uh, the uh, Shadow Masters playing card. Oh yes, yes, your, your black playing card. In the the subtle detail, I hope that people picked up that apparently we were playing Viking Secret Wild Card that Poker. That was fantastic. Yeah. yeah, several people did pick that up. Nice. Yeah, which apparently you bet with uh, <coughs> Mejong tiles. Yeah, <laughs> there was a there was another line at the end where when um, uh, Malik and. Sin, Jared and Kathleen's characters, are leaving. They look at my cards and they're like, "Oh, what a like, what a bluffer! Like, why would he have?" And apparently, my character had the rules for Viking Secret Wildcard Poker as one of his one of his cards. That would never fit on one card. But yeah, but that totally uh, would. that sort oh, of it really. Print. I mean, the ending was abrupt as it was, but that really sort of just. <clears throat> Extending it out like that just really sort of killed me. I am actually glad that you cut that because it, it, it goes up much better. Yeah, I just, also it, totally did not anticipate that stinger. <laughs> just <laughs> well, like we had different ideas wrong, with, you know, wrong yeah. stereotypical hero. Yeah, and a lot of people had the same idea that we did uh, uh, of having someone come in with the spiky hair at the end and be like, oh, everyone's gone. But we didn't have that costume nor anybody else to do it. So there you go. Sadly. Uh, All right. Toothy smile. Toothy smile. Kathleen. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, wow. Haven't we... Uh, so I was riding my bike home from work, and my bike ride home was about, I don't know, like 25 minutes maybe. Like 10 kilometers. And uh, we were... Uh, it's uphill. That's why it's so slow. Um, and so I was like, I should write a video because we need some new scripts. And, and so just like the... I had the idea that there would be a product that would give people anal leakage. And that's where it started. Mm. And so I wrote that, and then because I... Because that's funny, damn it. 
Yes, I just wanted to have the phrase anal leakage in a video. And so I wrote it, and then I sort of added this thing. I was like, oh, maybe they can grind up. What's the, what's the most adorable animal that everybody loves? It can't be like puppies or kittens. Oh, baby tigers. Because not only are they really cute, and like everybody thinks a baby tiger is cute, they're endangered. That's worse, right? So I added that. And, and so I wrote this thing, and then I realized it was too long. There's a whole diatribe about how they were trying to substitute just kittens, but they had to grind up so many more kittens and blah, blah, blah. And so I got shortened down, and then it got it's ready. important to keep it succinct. Yeah, succinct. Yes. And so I got right to the end, and it was basically, you know, exactly how it reads now, except for the, you know, well, what are we going to do? If we, if we can't hide it, we can flaunt it. And so Graham was like, I don't know, just have somebody saying, like, I shit my ass out or something. And I was like, <laughs> and then, like, this chorus of angels was like, hallelujah, I shit my ass inside out and thus it was written and it became a script and we filmed it and very few people complained that it was offensive so I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> I was sh- uh, I'm shocked I think honestly. I have honestly I think, I think like the Loading Ready Run yeah. fans yeah. are just like hmm this is probably a Kathleen script I'm not going to be offended by no, it. It's, we've already hit the high water yeah. or the high brown water mark for with, uh, <laughs> with shrieking explosive diarrhea, which I didn't write. So, yeah, no, that was there cool. you go. So, so haha, Kathleen and Paul, Paul team offensive. And, uh, and Missy's first appearance in a loading ready run video. Yes, yes, yes it is. Yeah, yeah. yes. And, thank uh, you to my friend Missy for saying that with a straight face and like freaking selling it. I oh, was yeah. like, thank no, you she, so much. Yeah, no, she was great. She was you know totally professional, just like. Came in, she's like, "All right, so sorry, I my line is I shit my ass." I'm like, "No, it's I shit my ass inside out." Okay, cool. <laughs> just like, uh, professional actors. If, yeah. if you are if you are going to be in Victoria, uh, if you live in Victoria, Missy has a fringe show, so you should fact, see that. Basically, 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 basically yeah, basically everybody who's been in ENN videos. Yeah, Missy has a fringe show called. Uh, Confessions of a Public Servant. Confessions of a Public Servant. Uh, Dave Morris, who's been in a couple episodes of ENN, most recently in the episode The Belvedere as the guy uh, making the... a game called Rough Sex in a Shed at the Bottom of My Garden. <laughs> and he was also the guy selling the Blue Razor disc. He has a show called <coughs> Dave Morris, Dave is, Morris a... is an Asshole and You Can Be Too. Nice. Oh. And Morgan Cranny, who was also in The Belvedere and was also the Sledgehammer guy in ENN, he is in a show that he co-wrote with Wes called The Money Fast, about a guy who tries to live without money. So, And there's a whole bunch of other really good shows going on at The Fringe, so I encourage you to go see them. Not just our friends who are who have their own Fringe shows. But obviously if they're our, they're our friends, you should see their show first. they're more talented. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because clearly we only hang out with the best of the best. Yeah. I, think, I think my favorite line in this, and I think, I, I think it might have been an, uh, an on-set change, is the, uh, the tallies, um, or... The, the sort of a, well, not albino tigers. Yes. So then it's like, oh, well, yeah, we found albino tigers didn't actually. Yeah, it's like that the, wasn't on set. Yeah, it's yeah. like the only reason why we didn't use albino tigers is it turned out to be not quite the right yeah, amount. So apparently apparently melanin is the, is the uh, secret yeah. ingredient. Yeah. So, uh, Toothy Smell, um, the uh, the logo, little Toothy Smell man is great. Um, oh, that was very, I was I was having like, a, I guess, a low sugar moment when I was trying to con- communicate what I wanted the toothy smile tooth to look like, and I was you doing. Draw it properly. I couldn't draw it properly, and I was feeling very cranky. And so basically, Graham drew it, and I was like, "We're like this, now like this, now like this, now like this," and he got it perfect. Uh, I like, I like that. He logo. looks so like. He's like, "Hi guys, I'm a tooth, I guess." <laughs> right? Yeah, he's, he's so like, embarrassed. He's like sort of, he's like sort of shy. He's like, "Okay, guys, I guess 
I'll try and be more clean. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think the two of these mild tooth is like unreasonably adorable. Granted, and, uh, great job drawing him. Approved by the Canadian Dental Approval Association, oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. Which a surprisingly large number of escapists pick up, picked up on, which I was pleased to see. Yeah, and... Uh, I think it's our hardcore fans. We did try. We did try to get Jessica in there, but she's she's out of town at the moment, which is a shame because it would have been cool to have all all five members of the original uh, CDAA there, even though Jessica hasn't been in a video in a while. But we did ask. Yes. Uh, right. Moving on. Unskippable. Okay. Uh, Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway. What is happening in that cutscene? Yeah, that has it like jumps around in time so much, and it's really hard to tell who you're supposed to be paying attention to. Yeah, I mean, like I think we make the the joke in the thing that whoever's ever doing the titles, uh, really, you know, normally when you're, you're it's like, all right, we need to do the titles for this cutscene. It's like, okay, little thing at the beginning. This guy had to do like ten different titles because it kept and it kept jumping backward and forward in time yeah. around um, D Day, yeah. as it was, and and. and the thing is, like, we've watched it many, many times over because we had to for the thing. I don't know who the kid at the beginning is. Mm. Like, I don't know who he grows up to be. I can't tell if he's the nervous guy with the glasses whose whole thing gets shot and then later dies. I can't tell if he's supposed to be the captain with who sometimes has a heart painted on his helmet and sometimes doesn't. I think he's one of those two guys. But, but like, he gets given the gun as a kid and then said he has to give it back. And then later on... A guy who clearly isn't him because he's never seen it before has it. Like there's two guys who who have it that have clearly never seen it before. Yeah. And a third guy who could be who could be the kid from the beginning, but then he dies in the cutscene. So why would they have the kid and Maybe. the thing? And it goes from the kid flying the plane to a different guy in the plane. It's not clear what's going on in that scene. Maybe maybe those guns are just mass produced. And they, and they all say of, Matthew. There's just a bunch of them around. Yeah. You know what, well, no, no, it's like there's like the big racks of them, right? That have like all the Matthews and then all oh, like the Johns. Right, and all. right. It's like the license plate. Oh, they never have it in my name. <laughs> <laughs> Bort? Who the hell names your kid Bort? <laughs> uh, yeah, so so that was a... Uh, oh, The Simpsons. Yes. Highly, highly problematic as a, as a uh, intro to that game. Uh, and then the other one we did was Alpha Protocol. Um, which we, now we cut out a chunk in this. This is one of those ones where we did like the intro bit and then we did the, uh, the sort of, then there's like a first sort of introductory tutorial mission and then there's the last bit. Um, but it just sort of worked out that way. But, uh, the one funny thing that did happen in the, in the introductory, in the introductory mission that we couldn't show you cause it was part of, part of gameplay and didn't actually, it, it was just like a one thing is that when he walks around, he has the goofiest crouch run ever. <laughs> He keeps his like his shoulders in the same place in space, and just his butt bounces up and down. It's really funny. It's just the r- most ridiculous animation. Worth buying the game just for that. Yeah, but okay, really? okay, absolutely no, straight yeah. up. That's not really worth it. Saying it's when the when the boss guy when the Morgan Freeman stand in on the on the monitors says you'll meet the rest of the team, and then he says there's more of you. That's not sarcasm. You can say it in a snide way, like, there's more of you. That's not sarcastic. Being sarcastic is, is as we said, being like, oh, boy, I can't wait to meet the rest of the team. Yeah. Just saying there's more of you, it's not sarcasm. Uh, I, would, I, would, I think I'd have a lot of problem playing that game because it'd be like, okay, I want him to respond like this. And then he says something different. I'm like, that's not what I wanted him to say. <laughs> So, apparently there's quite a bit of that, when it's like it doesn't I, actually make it clear what he's going to say. 
I was always disappointed when there like when there wasn't a suave response. I was like, all the time, got to be suave. Yeah, just constantly, like every <laughs> response. But yeah, I think I think that, uh, this is, the zero punctuation this, review. Hey, this hey, this static is a good look for you. I, I love think, that line. I think the zero punctuation review is accurate in that it's not actually different things. It's no. just different levels of mm. dick. Jared, he's just always a dick. Jared's playing and said it was actually pretty good. But. Yeah, he said the game was actually pretty good, but he did sort of agree that the guy is just sort of three different kinds of dick, depending <laughs> on which one you pick. So, anyway. uh, in yeah, Blizzard warning. Blizzard warning. Okay, so. Uh, so I love Wes. Wes is I great. I think everybody else now loves Wes as much as we love Wes. So the, week, the week we were shooting that episode of ENM, we were writing the anchor stories on, on Friday, and there was a couple different interesting facts about Blizzard and and the story about taking down the net, which isn't really game-related, but sort of got brought up in the meeting because it was interesting. And there was a couple little things, like uh, there was the Google net neutrality thing, which, did, which didn't end up getting worked into that story. And uh, the crazy right-wing uh, coalition of people sandbagging stuff on Dig that they disagree with. Right, sure. right. And uh, so there was all these little stories, and we couldn't really figure out how to make them sort of work as full stories. Like there was, you know... is. We we did want to make the make the joke that it's like you know uh, StarCraft Two had an amazing launch like it sold more like it sold more in launch than any other RTS game it was like one of the fastest selling games of all time uh, it still didn't it was like a blip on the radar as compared to what yeah. the last WoW expansion did and yeah. and still less than one month of revenues from WoW yeah like it's got to be depressing. To be to have worked on a game for six years or however long they've been working on this stupid game for, yeah, uh, and you know, critically acclaimed, everyone's super excited about it. Comes Korea, and it, Korea has ter- declared a national yeah, stay home and, and it comes out and it's the most successful, like it's incredibly successful. But you're, but it's still in relation to the other games the company had. This other game the company has, in which they effectively do no work on. Like they're just maintaining the servers for. Oh, they do more than that. But, I guess. but yeah, but like they're, they're maintaining this, and they do like content patches regularly. Yeah, but but it's just like in comparison to the amount of work, though. Yes. Like you can see why all these other companies are trying to make WoW clones because yeah. it's it is like literally just money. The most like, in the door. ridiculous amounts of money coming in. Yeah. Yeah. So it must be kind of depressing like, for the StarCraft team. And so then I was. And so then I thought, I, you know, <clears throat> wait, maybe this can all be com- combined into some sort of thing. And I thought, you know, it could either be a Bronwyn Johnson uh, story with, you know. Expose. Yeah, with like, what is happening to our children Bits. with Blizzard, you know. Uh, or using Wes's character from the RPG element story, and the the the, the resounding uh, response from uh, from the other three was that it ought to be Wes's character. So I yeah. I wrote that up. So he uh, sort of got promoted. Yeah, promoted to a correspondent. <laughs> so I, I wrote that up that night, and then um, uh, we shot it with him on Sunday. I believe so. Saturday yeah. or Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, it, was, it was Sunday because yeah. you had to go to the uh, um, the. Right, the comedy night. Comedy night, yeah. Right, yeah. So, oh, yeah. and yeah, he did a great job. Wes is really, really fantastic. Was I not in town for that? Uh, you were. You just weren't there when we were shooting that. I don't know what you were doing. Because I caught up with you later that day. Uh, oh, no, I was hanging out with my uh, friend of mine who was in town. Or your dad, I think, actually. Oh, yeah. Anyway. My dad. Murdered. Um... But, uh, yeah, that went uh, really, really well. And um, when Jerry was editing it, he, he, he'd put in, like, the static at the beginning. Like, the like three seconds of static or something. And then we were having trouble figuring out what to do with the... Uh, there was some awkward transitions. 
And uh, I was like, wait a minute, what if we put just four frames of static in there? Sort of in between, and it worked out really, really well. Someone in the Escapist thread actually was like, hey, it reminds me of this dude, and linked to a video of, of the conspiracy guy mm. from Space Channel, which yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely an inspiration. Definitely, like it's sort of a combination of uh, that and like Rick Mercer's and like Rick rant. Mercer rant, yeah. yeah. So, James, are you coming back in a sec? Uh, no. No? He okay. Me. Uh, we were going to do Askler. I guess Paul can read it. Yeah, it's booted up. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, and work your assets. Work your assets, which I'm, it's a shame Jer isn't here to uh, to talk about this because Jer uh, tends to write the uh, Quicks picks things. But the yes. idea is um, Ryan Quickbender a- answers your questions about the gaming industry. Your friend Ryan Quickbender. The first episode was someone asking a question somewhat related, and Ryan ripping him a new asshole. The second Quicks Picks was someone asking a question only tangentially related to games and Ryan ripping him a new asshole in a more flagrant way. This one is not, the question is not even remotely related to the gaming industry. That was the main joke. <laughs> because it, at the, both at the beginning and end of the section, he says, answering your questions about the gaming industry. I believe Kathleen even says that in his intro. Yes. Uh, the guy she was into was... Sort of a gamer, wasn't he? I don't even think it comes up at all. No, is it not? I don't think it's even no, it's just someone who works right. at a a coffee shop. Or someone who works yeah. at a coffee shop, a place right. that makes yeah. waffles. Yeah, and a waffle house. And so Ryan dispenses advice, both love advice and financial advice at the same time. Yes, well, it, which was it's, great. The dresses in the red and the black. Yeah, that red works. It was relationship advice via thinly veiled, like industry metaphor but used for the purposes of creating relationship advice rather than potentially industry advice although it also yeah. works either way it's, it's, the, the, the interesting thing about like if you take it at face value it he actually gave you some pretty pretty solid advice mm-hmm. like it, you know yeah uh, about how do you know maximize your assets and yeah so forth and maximize your assets to pique their interest and and then also on the financial advice side uh, you know, successfully how to successfully undergo a corporate acquisition and make yourself make yourself appealing to another like a potential buyer despite potentially being like going bankrupt. Yeah. I also enjoy um uh uh he'll want to examine your portfolio. Yes, that's a terrible and great line. So rude. Yeah, so that was that I'll was a lot of fun because that, that came out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> just, he's like, yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to uh, to explain this, and then suddenly sitting down with like a suit coat and a, and a, or, and sorry, an ascot a house coat and an ascot, ascot and drinking yeah. scotch. Yeah, I thought it turned out really really well. Uh, it was fun to shoot. Yeah, I have uh, a little on the run of that actually. I should throw that up. All right, uh, Astor. Yeah, I think we managed to get get through that. Not that we were trying to hurry through it but there's not much else to say but I think we can I think we definitely have time for some ask for this week uh-huh. this question uh, is sort of um, uh, out of date now but we can talk about it okay uh, in the first four episodes of Unskippable the credits are in perspective so it looks like they're actually on the movie screen but from uh, Grandia 3 onward they lie flat why the change because uh, Nick Haynes who's the producer for Unskippable who's an awesome dude and occasionally rocks fantastic facial hair uh, changed it from a Adobe Premiere project to an After Effects project to maximize his workflow, and uh, uh, didn't 
didn't read perspective it because it was a pain in the dick for him. But recently, <laughs> as you... As, as this, this was posted... Uh, oh, hey, this was posted August 10th, 2009. Wow, we're getting really, we're, really dangerously close. We're exactly a year behind now. No, it's, a little it's, more than a year, actually. It was posted August 10th. It's August 20th today. That's what I'm saying. It's more than a year. August 10th would have been 10 yeah. days ago. Damn. <laughs> All right. We've lapped. Yeah, yep. we've lapped ourselves. Woo! Anyway. Woo! Uh, Four more years. Four more years. Because uh, they recently changed it so that now we are adding the titles and credits on. Uh, he sent me the After Effects document, and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put this back on perspective. So it's back on perspective now. See, that's why we lapse, so you can get cool stuff like that. Exactly. Uh, that's good uh, info, man. This was, this question probably would be better to have Tally or Jer uh, answer this, but uh, how do you pronounce Tally's last name? Heilke. 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 Yeah. Uh, has anyone in the crew had their name misspelled or mispronounced? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Hey, Alex. Ah. Alex, Stacy. Oh, my God. Ray, I have no Stacey. end of grief from that last name. People just misspell it in, like... I've misspelled it. Does that happen to you too? I assume that happens to you yes, as well. Yes, yes. I actually, actually, one time I was uh, talking with a, a bank teller and I was uh, saying, uh, uh, like, they're writing my uh, name or something, and I was saying uh, uh, Raymond Stacy, and they kept on spelling it Stanton, and I said, Stanton? No, Stacy. Stanton. Why? And they still, as I watched them, still typed it like wrong, and I'm like. Do you, do you even listen to what I'm saying? Stanton. Uh, are you? Is it, who was it that called? Uh, was it Ken who got called by like, Ken Stacy? Oh, Arthur Black. Stacy. Uh, weird Holmes. Yeah, oh, she said, oh. Uh, Ken Stacy. It's like, oh, come on. I. Uh, well, they probably were like, well, it can't possibly be Stacy. I mean, what sort of queer mo would have that for a last name? Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm betting Paul gets uh, Sanders. Yeah, I get I get Sanders all the time. Um, I got Saunders. 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 Yeah. Paul Sauna? Yeah, I get Sanders all the time. Yeah. Interesting observation. I have an entirely androgynous name. Oh, yeah. Like, I get mistaken Alex for a woman Stacey. on the phone more oh, often than I'm comfortable with. You do have a pretty girly voice. It's true. People mistake me it's for like, is this, you know, is this a Miss Stacy? And I'm like, that's, this is a Mr. Stacy. That, that's, like, that's why you need to do more FaceTime. Oh, well, can I talk to Miss Stacy? There is no Miss Stacy. There Stace. is no Miss Stacy. Only Zool. <laughs> <laughs> Only Zool. <laughs> Miss Stacy is gone now. Yeah. I get, um, Thank you for bringing it up. She's buried in the backyard. Yeah. I get people misspelling uh, Graham uh, fairly frequently. They they spell it, you know, the Graham. Graham. Or just or just G R A M like graham cracker. Yeah. Uh, now I will often have uh, I often have difficulty um, when someone asks me you know like what's your name and I'm not expecting it I stutter and I'll I, not sort of stutter but I'll say it very very quickly and I'll be like oh, my name's Graham and uh, they mishear that as Grant all the time. Mm, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Indeed they do, Gordon. Yes. Well that that was just a <laughs> that was a that was a terrible reporter. Um, <laughs> Uh, the uh, the other uh, one that I have never got, but my parents uh, did get, um, Mr. and Mrs. Stork. Stork? <laughs> yeah. They also, my dad also has a letter that he received once addressed to, uh, uh, their address was on a, road, it was a place called Hampshire, and it was it got addressed to a thing called Hamster Road. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, there's a Hamsterly Road in Victoria. Really? Yes. Hamsterly. Like there, there is a place uh, like that. What hamsterly is what is, what is to act hamsterly? Yeah. Um, I get, of course, Catherine and uh, Kate. 
uh, and uh, Kathy a lot, uh, mm-hmm. which is I would say an un, uh, an unlicensed shortening of my name. Unlicensed. And, and I could I could I can imagine your last name. There's a lot of not necessarily misspellings, but just misformattings. Uh, misformattings <laughs> is a huge thing. Whenever I have to like go to like the doctor or like to get a prescription i'm like now try my name without a space in it it's like where's the capitals where's the spaces yeah exactly (laughs) but i've gotten devler like like devler well, no. Uh, I've you got, do that yourself. Yeah, I do that myself. But, but somebody, <laughs> that actually, count. somebody actually said once, Kathleen Devere, or Kathleen Devler of Lur, but I think that was more of a... Mm. Uh, slip. Yeah, but I, let's see. I've got Devere, Devere's, uh, uh, Veer. Uh, misspellings are forever. Yeah, so uh, there's, there's many misspellings of oh, my last Paul, name. Um, nice. I, I have an ask for, for Graham, actually. Uh? What's this? Oh. Dominating. Oh. Um, Are you going to tell him what it is? Uh, I got iced. <laughs> oh, Alex, Alex you just to explain to, this just while to I'm derail chugging. everything. Um, we discovered where was who was bros it? icing bros? Yeah, bros icing bros. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought that the concept was really funny because it it basically it's basically drink, like beverage <laughs> trolling. You present somebody with with an ice uh, like a smeared off ice, ice, and they have to drink it. Yeah. But of course, because it did not most, last very long. Because most of us, yes, because oh, most of us don't drink, Ugh. and it would be a bad idea to Ugh. go around doing that. We decided to start this up, substituting iced tea, Ugh. and well, it's on now. <laughs> it has been on for a while. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh wow! Did, did Ray just iced Alex with a an Arizona, with an Arizona <laughs> tall boy? Uh, Seven hundred <laughs> mils of iced tea. <laughs> Because he just used his. Oh, and it's cold, unfortunately. I didn't realize Ray was in this game. He is I now. Think he yeah. is now. Ah. That's how you get in the game. Wow. As well. <laughs> that. Wow. So you know, Yikes. feel free to do that to each other. Alex in and I have spirit. called no tall boys, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I guess <laughs> Alex and Ray are operating under different rules. Step to this now. Okay. Yeah. Um. So sorry. In terms of my own personal. That was awesome. I believe the Bros Ice Ice Teeing Bros has actually gone now got on longer than the actual original <laughs> the Bros, Bros Ice Teeing Bros. Bros. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd, I've got, I got some great ones in on Alex over the weekend. Mm-hmm. You actually ice blocked me. And I, I did was ice so block. So sure him. that I was going to get you. Yeah. Uh, I was really pleased about that. Anyway, um, so about personal misspellings. Uh, I get Wiggins all the time. Mm. Uh, like on yeah. our like on our old apartment. Yeah. W i g g e n s. Um, even when they have my name written out correctly and they're looking at it, they get it. Just people assume ENS. Um, and uh, occasionally I will get, uh, I'll get, oh man, what, uh, MAT rather than MATT. What? Um, That's just idiots. Yeah. And, uh, well, it, some people shorten their name to Matt with one T hmm. if their name is M A T H E W, which right. exists. Right. But mine is a double T. Uh, the worst one I've ever had is getting an autograph from Howie Meeker. Uh. He spelled my... I had a cold when I asked him for the autograph. So he signed a hat... Like, signed a hat, and he was like, to Nat, N-A-T. Uh. And I was like, fuck right off. <laughs> That's not a dude's name at all. Uh, Who's uh, this? Who did that? Howie Meeker. Who? He's a very old hockey player. Well, screw him. He's senile. Uh, this next question... Um, doesn't make a lot of sense, but okay. if you if you could live one kind of drink, what would it be? You could live one kind of drink. Yes, coffee boss. Because that would be Tommy oh, yeah. Lee Jones. Ooh. 
I don't understand the question. Well, yeah. if I could live as one kind of drink, right? Like, Tommy Lee Jones is Coffee Boss, as far as the Japanese advertising goes, You know goes, what? Maybe, right? like, a really, really good wine, because then you wouldn't get drunk for a long-ass you time. You would never get drunk. Then you get better as you age. Yeah. Right. Or turn into vinegar. Not in the bottle. It's the aging in the barrel that you yeah. get better age at. you in a barrel. Oh, uh, <laughs> 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 Alright, next well uh, Have you ever played or and or heard of uh, the AFL, Australian Football League? I have heard of it How would any of us have ever played in the AFL? Well, not played, like, have you played by AFL rules? Oh, AFL, AFL rules are where instead of playing um, football, a.k.a. soccer, you just punch the other guy in the face. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, the, the, the uh, joke general here. general Australian the, rules. The, yeah, the, the joke here is, Aussie, Aussie, I don't know if that's actually in Australia as well, but the joke, at least in Canada, is Aussie rules means you basically get to do whatever you want. Yeah, no rules. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, just killing. You just stab the other guy. You're out of the, you stab him in the face, and then you... It's less you football and more a gang fight. Another, another question... Um, from the same guy, but in a different realm. Uh, do any of you understand or do you know uh, the mathematical theory Ryman's zeros? No. 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 Sorry. I've not Probably if Crusher it. was here, he could tell you about it. Maybe. But. He's not really a mathematician. Well, well yeah. But he's our go-to science guy. Yes. Yeah. Mostly because he's a scientist. Go to the science. Uh, what are your thoughts on tattoos? Uh, would you get one or do you have one already? What is it, or why, what would you get? Uh, no one here has one, but... Except for uh, yeah. Morgan's got a couple. Morgan has yeah. a couple ridiculous Morgan ones. has some of my artwork tattooed on his leg. That's true. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm in favor of tattoos if they mean something to you or if they look cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm not against them. I just, I just haven't I been able to figure out something that I would want... For sure, to have on me forever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you look at like what you what you liked five years ago and what you like now, and then you think about this thing is going to be on you. Well, forever. I've been actually thinking yeah, about think that a lot, I don't and think it's, I honestly like most I of the know. same things that I liked five years ago. I just haven't got them tattooed. I also on don't me. think that well, you can get it removed is a fair. Or no, 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 that's, no, that's nonsense. So I, yeah, I. It's, I it's can expensive. see, you know, if given the right circumstances, that I yeah, but. I think some t- tattoos are gorgeous, especially on on ladies who sport them. Yeah, um, like a well done tattoo is an amazing piece I, of art. The, the things a like crappily done tattoo is is a crime. Yeah, it's, it's the, crime. The things I can't get behind uh, tattoos on your back because you can't see them because you can't see them, so you can't even appreciate it. Like if I was going to get a tattoo, I would get it somewhere where I could see it, exactly. so I could appreciate it. Exactly. Uh, right. And tattoos that don't actually, you know, that are just sort of that don't actually mean anything to you. I, that are just I sort saw of a really tattoos. cool one that I liked a lot recently. It was like this lady who was jogging, and she had sort of like a vine pattern on her shoulder extending down about as far as her elbow. Mm. It looked mm. great. Mm. I feel- I, see, I, I personally, I have no real use for tattoos. I would get the loading already run I have, tattooed on me, I, I think. I, I've That's the only thing I've ever considered yeah, actually getting. Yeah. There are a couple of things that I would not be averse to getting as a tattoo, but I, again, I have no real use I, for them. Um, on And I find them almost universally unattractive on women. Like, what? I've never really? seen a tattoo on a chick I've liked. Really? Really? They, really? I would rather they're not, they not be there. In, huh. Like virtually every I case, totally I, disagree with that. I but. cannot think of a single time I've ever found a tattoo we'll more attractive on a woman, ever. I don't period. really think tattoos make people more, more or less. I don't think they're right? negative. Though. I'd say in my case they are never a positive, which means they're either neutral or negative. Uh, my uh, my dad is really against tattoos. My sister has possibly one of the dumbest tattoos that I've ever seen. It's in not my Tweety life. Bird, is it? 
No, it's not a Twitter bird or a Tweety bird bird. or anything. (laughs) Which is probably, you know, like... Uh, No, my sister, when she was 17, went to an unlicensed in the basement of somebody's house tattoo parlor to get a tribal dragon tattooed on her shoulder. And it, like, it is... It looks awful. It's badly done, and they went too deep, and so that means, like, um, my friend Chris was apprenticing to be a tattoo artist for a long time, so he never tattooed me because he was never any good. Um, Because I was like, no, you can't do all your fucking apprentice. I want you to be trained first. Yeah, I'm not Um, your fucking guinea pig. Exactly. But I know... In fact, people I know who do apprentice, who are apprentice tattooists, are like, no, fuck that. You are your guinea pig. Yes. Um, but anyhow, so I know enough about tattooing just from hanging out with Chris when I was in Prince George that if you go too deep, the skin will scab up as it heals, and if it scabs up, it'll always be sort of raised and scarred, mm. and that, my sister's tattoo is, like, terrible, because it's all raised and scarred and just looks bad, and Brutal. just, it's, mm. it's, the lines aren't sharp, and it's like, yeah. oh, this looks terrible. I also am kind of a fan of, like, silly little cute tattoos. Like, I saw somebody who had a mustache tattooed on the sort of inner edge of their index finger. Oh, that, that, that was a big was, friend could, in New York. That was really, really big for a while until everyone realized that, wait, this is on my finger forever. Well, well yeah. The thing is, like... It looks like marker, though. Yeah, like, and putting it on your finger, that's, like... Like that is a, so innocuous. Exactly. It, like, you get a little mustache tattooed on your finger or whatever. Well, actually, I've, yeah, I've, I put pen on my finger and people are like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. thing is, is you can do exactly the same thing with a Sharpie. Yeah, so. and it's not permanent, but... Well, also... also then, you have, <laughs> then you have mustache options. Well. Oh. Yes. True. You can it's, uh, put a different one on every finger. You can like, ah, Just like, ah, ah. It's like, hey, I recognize that. How about now? <laughs> The though the one tattoo I, I when I was uh, when I was a kid I always thought that the um, the Pascal's triangle which yeah, is totally. a, the Serpinski, also in a Serpinski gasket which is like a triangle with other triangles going off into infinity uh, kind of like the Triforce but yeah it looks not. really it looks really cool um, my friend course, Chris has the Triforce on his uh, wrist uh, the Triforce is a good solid, solid tattoo it's it's a good piece of graphic design like I think it has to be like a symbol or like. The only uh, one that a I've well ever thought out phrase that's timeless. The only one I've ever considered getting, and it's only because like people suggested it to me, and I was like, oh yeah, that actually would be kind of cool. Is the loading ready run logo uh, mm. on on the on my inner arm going like down the down like yeah. the, not the whole arm, but like down the arm, like sort of there from like three quarters of the way up down to the wrist. Christ, the sensitivity of the skin on the underside of your arm, though. Oh, I understand that, that it would suck. To get. I understand it would suck. I would go, always go for shoulder, I think. Shoulder is the sort of acceptable, semi-rebellious tattoo area. Like, inner arms, you've got to be committed. Yeah. You know? Although, uh, if I was going to get a tattoo, I'd want to get it on my wrist or inner arm because I'd want to fucking see it all the time. Because yeah. I'd be like, I got this. There's a, there's a girl got I work reason. with who has... Um, it's quite a nice little sort of like uh, I think it's like floral and bird themed little design with uh, like um, calligraphy that says uh, "What will be will be" on her inner mm. right arm. Okay, sera, sera. Yeah, it's, it's a good, it's, it's pretty, a good solid life like, life strategy. Yeah. I like that. Um, I for like when I was in university, I was convinced that I was going to get a tattoo because I've always loved Japan and Japanese culture, and for a while Ooh. I was like, I should get a tattoo of uh, the Japanese because I actually could speak it much better at the time it says 
mangaka and I could write it in proper kanji and I was like no that's a little generic and people aren't going to know what it means and stuff but like at at the time I have wanted a cherry blossom tattoo and now they're super generic but I still want one and I still like Japan so I'm thinking fuck it I might just get one anyhow fuck you it means something to me what about the silver fern idea I'd like to uh, I wanted to get a silver fern for a long time as it is the as as it is to New Zealand like it is the the maple leaf of Canada but the problem is the silver fern is also a big commercial symbol in New Zealand for like, uh, like the brands and like well, the all blacks and stuff I mean, like so, that. So is the maple leaf here. I know, but you see it on like like any company that's run by a New Zealander is like silver fern something and it's on the side of their truck. Right, right. So it's like hmm. Silver Otherwise, fern like, septic services. Yeah, I've seen like yeah. So I'm like I don't know about Those that. It's like wow. Septic. It's like wow. You must really like septic serv- or, services. But the, and so of course instead of getting like a stylized silver fern, the option is to get a just a, a fern. Which looks like a fucking fern, and it's not as cool as you'd think it is. Uh, all right, like so next question. I like them right. too. I don't want one tattooed on me. Fair enough. Uh, like does, a fern, eh? Does any member of the crew have experience building a PC? Uh, I have. And James, I have. James does. James. I don't. I have with James's help. Yeah. My dad does. Paul went to school for it. Yay. Well, it's. I, I went to my the, the course I did at university uh, or at college. Um, the part of the course was the you had all the components and the first course was building your computer that you were going to use for the rest of the course. So that was pretty cool. I have since not like I, I have upgraded that computer a couple times, but um, I don't intend to continue building computers. <laughs> put it that way. I, uh, I will, I will put together any computer I build. Like I, I won't probably research and like decide on all the components without consulting James. Cause he's better up to date on that kind of thing than I am. But I will personally put together every PC I buy from now until Doomsday. Um, yeah. I will never buy one I mean, on the shelf again. The, the main the main reason is that I There's so much I, I use I use Macs now. Yeah. So. And, but the thing <laughs> is, that in much the same way, I'll upgrade my desktop. Like I'll buy a new desktop and put it together when I want it. When, like when it's time to upgrade. Although it's still doing mm-hmm. fine now. Um, any laptops or whatever I get, hey, you can't build them. And B, I'd be getting a MacBook. And it's so. I mean building yeah building a computer. Now is based like it's like it used to be uh, that there was all sorts of the incompatibilities and stuff. But yeah, now it's basically so it's basically uniform. Intel or AMD. Yeah, now it's then, practically Lego, right? Yeah, it <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's basically you choose Intel or AMD and then choose the um, RAM that goes with your motherboard, and well, that's yeah, basically you, it. You choose your chip, then you choose your motherboard, then you choose or vice versa. You choose your motherboard yeah. and then you choose a chip that fits. Um, and then you make sure that you get the appropriate RAM, and then you figure out what you want for your I'd, graphics card. And I'd say the, the the computer that I'm currently that I, like my current Windows computer is the same computer that I had in university uh, nine years ago, except every single component in it has been upgraded, uh, except for one of the hard drives, including the outside case. But <laughs> technically, it is still the same computer, <laughs> <laughs> like motherboard, wow. processor, uh, graphics card, case. Hard drive. What's, what's the name of that that principle wherein you can replace every part of every part of a thing, but it maintains its own thingness if you only replace a piece yeah, all yeah. the time? The axe. Yeah, the axe. Yeah, like the it's had five new handles, five new heads and seven, seven new handles, but it's still the same, the same axe. axe. That's yeah. a weird conundrum. But I can't think of the same. I can't think of the name of the principle behind that. Uh-huh. But it's like, can you, if over the life of a car, you had every piece of the car replaced with a different piece as they broke, such that no original part of the car is still on the car, but it's still the same car. 
isn't still the same car. Well, technically, mm. all of your mm. all the cells in your body regenerate every like however. I think it's like two years. Is you're not the gram I knew like, like a year ago. Some of them, some some of them are like your skin cells are more often, but I think it's every it's like two years for every single cell in your body. Yeah. Not your brain cells. Your brain cells don't regenerate. Yes, they do. That's a that, they, that was been disproven. They, they, will, they don't. They if they get killed, they don't come killed, back. They don't but, come back. They, no. they but they they cycle out. Right. Though. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Raymond, were you going to say something? Oh, um, well, I, yeah. It was, it was basically kind of the same with Matt. Uh, I mean, I don't really know too much in the technical side of uh, the parts, but um, I could assemble myself. Um, that's what I did with my computer uh, two years ago. Uh, I ordered all the stuff from NCIX and I put it together, and I was like, oh wow, this wasn't as hard as. I really thought, and um, yeah, it worked fine. I mean, I'm sure my cable management's kind of crap. <laughs> yeah, everybody's is also terrible. Is yeah. Well, I should I should have gone with modular uh, for the, the power supply. The, the hardest the hardest thing I found in making you. Uh, setting up your own computer is getting the stupid processor attached to the motherboard. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's better now. But oh no, no, it's not. Mine, mine is terrible. Mine has these little like locks that you push. It's, in. It's, 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 but my that, motherboard was bending when I was doing. The thing that. is, like, you, oh. you push them down and you twist them and it locks it in, right? But the problem is, all the components, both the the, the base, like the receiving end and the plug, are plastic. Uh-huh. And in my computer, two of those have stripped. So they, they'll go in and hold, but even, like, small jostling of the case causes them to come detached. Oh, so and the heat sink I, comes off your... And the heat sink will separate slightly. Uh... And so I, I was having an issue a while back after a LAN, and I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on, because WoW was running, like, it would run progressively slower, and I was getting these weird graphical glitches. And what it was is my processor was just overheating because the, the heat sink had come off. Once I realized it and put it back on... Fine, no problems. Everything was perfect. I remember, yeah, it's just uh, it's the the ones. I don't know. They probably have a better system now, but my my last processor I had to or the heatsink I had to put on the processor was um, it had a little groove, and you had to you took a the how you were supposed to do it is you take like a flathead screwdriver, stick it into this little groove, and then you're pushing down basically with all your force. Yeah. On a flathead screwdriver in the middle of your motherboard. Yeah. So that if you go one way or another, you're going you're you're to kill a circuit it. trace. Yeah. You're pushing down, and then you have to push down and then bend it out mm. while still in, in doing downward pressure and then bend it around. Yep. It was incredibly the uh, that, that, that sounds harrowing. It yeah. Is, it, it, that's always yeah. The, the worst part of it. But, the, the but the whole thing is that the heat sink has to be so tightly on. Yeah. There. And the other problem with it is that the chip itself... And, and you're talking like in some cases, if you're building a high-end computer, you're talking like a thousand-dollar processor alone, right? right? Yeah, it's super brittle. Right. So, so if, the, you, if you if you offset the pressure in the wrong way, it will crack your chip in half. Like your your great. processor will yeah. crack. <laughs> so uh, so that's the part of the putting the computer together that you want to make sure a you're totally prepared for and b you're very careful about. Other than that though, like I, I like that I did it once, especially or that I did like I've done it so that like now I know I'm comfortable. Like uh, it's like oh I need a new uh, hard drive. Open it up. Stick in the hard drive. I'm the same. It's way. super. It's super handy just to know that it's not scary. Yeah. Um, and to know that just you know like I remember when I was doing it in uh, in university. Uh, you know, where there's like the the power supply, and the the teachers are like, "Okay, power supply, you are not trained." To, like everything, because the 
you know, 110 volts comes into the power supply, five volts comes out of the power supply, right? Five right. volts runs most of the stuff on your computer, yeah. right? So anything this side of the power supply, no problem. The worst thing that can happen to it is static electricity can fry it. You're not going to shock yourself. Right. Other side of the power supply, very bad. Don't mess with the other side of the power <laughs> supply. If your power supply is broken, replace the power supply. Yeah. <laughs> Don't They're open it. They're not that expensive, yeah. guys. And, but, uh, yeah, so, but I like that, you know, now I know sort of different stuff. And even on Macs, um, especially like the desktop, the, uh, the, um, the big Macs, the, uh, Mac pros, you can open them up and put in new hard drives and new graphics cards and uh, yeah. all this stuff. So I like that. I, I know how to do that. Yeah. And um, it's really easy. Like, yeah. Piecing oh, together components in a PC, super easy. Yeah. Except unless you have, uh, my, my, my computer, I was actually looking for a new RAM the other day. Uh, and the company, I have a Solitech motherboard. Uh, which was pretty good at the time. Unfortunately, that company no longer exists. <laughs> yeah, it was like the um, the motherboard I had in my last computer uh, was, I don't even remember what it was. It was this nice high-end motherboard, but it was from a company that I didn't really know. But it was like super, like it, it was expensive, high-end, all the bells and whistles. It came with a little brass keychain and uh, like a bunch of extra stuff. Turns out that it was like manufactured in Thailand and all their tech support was only provided in Thai. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> there was, like, the best you could do in English was they had, like, a web, like, an English web portal, but it was in the most horrendously butchered it, English. So somebody and had, like, translated you, through Google, basically. Yeah, and you, you couldn't phone them because they only had, like, they only had, like, Thai operate. There was no English live tech support. Did they even have like I've heard North American phone numbers? No, no. You, if you wanted to call them, you had to call overseas. Um, it, uh, like that no. was how bad it was. So, I'd, like it, my motherboard went flaky, and I was like, "All right, well, I guess I need to warrant like take advantage of the warranty." I couldn't figure out how to actually submit a warranty uh, claim, so I just bought a new motherboard. It's a brilliant strategy. Uh, uh, okay, the a colliery question to that is: uh, What would your dream computer contain, and what be able to do? Um, I would say for that, my dream computer would be like a MacBook Air size, but have the capabilities of like a, a Mac Pro. Like have like a have like a quad core or a uh, eight core Xenon processor inside a MacBook Air. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, my dream computer is a MacBook Pro that uh, is basically my the computer I have right now, but uh, it is able to magically regenerate itself. So every two years, it just goes. <laughs> And suddenly it's got all the best up-to-date tech specs. Uh, and I'm like, yay! And he's like, I'm a computer! The, it says here the, out, the answers can be outla- as outlandish as you oh, want. Oh, good. Like, oh, and then, and, then, and, then he can, and then a hand comes out and we can high-five. And mm. I'm like, yay! And high-fiving he's like, woo! Are you talking about computers? Yes. yes. Uh, that, that would be my computer. I'll be like, hey, draw this thing. She'll be like, fuck you. And I'll be like, oh, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're not very useful as a computer, but I still love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Alex is... Fireball 2, by the way. Oh, my God. Uh, would, yeah, would any member consider making a PC that is water-cooled? Quote-unquote water-cooled, which actually means uh, submerged entirely in a tank of non-conductive mineral oil. Uh, which, I have seen those. Uh, I am not that hardcore. And I don't like the idea of my computer leaking. <laughs> I like everything to be contained. I actually got a great story. I had a friend in high school who, um, uh, they actually, uh, as joking one night, uh, said, uh, well, they, well, they're talking about that, that, that liquid stuff. Um, and, and they had a, and, and they had an idea. It was like, ha, huh, why don't we put it in the freezer? And then the guy's like, 
okay, I have a uh, bar freezer or something. And he's like, okay, so he actually builds his box inside this freezer. I'm not sure how he dealt, dealt with the condensation problem, but he somehow made it work. And it, it actually uh, worked pretty well, and he had it overclocked and everything. But then uh, he did the unfortunate idea of shutting down the computer. Now when the computer is shut down cold, hmm. yeah, so basically when he came it got, like, frosty. Morning, when he when he opened up the thing, he was like, oh, no. And it was <laughs> in a block of ice? Pretty much. Awesome. And he was just like, all right, that's a write-off. Sorry. That's fine. Uh, all right, and uh, we're coming up to the end of time here. Uh, this is a, a very... Uh, oh, no. Oh, the end of time. Shit. <laughs> yes, we're we're gonna be watching that movie. Uh, this is a um, a question. Uh, LRR, do you want my C sixty four and accessories? Otherwise, it will be donated to the Salvation Army. Uh, Probably we missed the boat on that one because <laughs> that was that was more than a year ago. Uh, well, thank you anyway. Yeah, we appreciate the offer. Thank you. Uh, help, the next one no, is quite a long question, so let's leave that. Well, no, let's just do one more. Uh, okay, this is a zombie question. Okay. Uh, we can give it a oh, wait, maybe answer. it's not. No, it sort of is. Okay, carry on. Everyone, all right, everyone has asked the classic zombie question, so I'm not going to ask, ask one. Here is another one. Uh, it has been three days since the zombie attack has happened on Earth. You have destroyed both the stairs leading up to the moon base Mark II. Okay. We would say Moonbase so Mark, moon Mark three this or time. Three. Okay. We've destroyed all the stairs leading up to Moonbase Mark three, which it wouldn't actually help us much. This point, anyway. <laughs> However, uh, one of you sees a flying saucer coming towards you, and then uh, destroys both the Starbuckses near you. Luckily, Paul has created the writing pad in Scribblenauts, so you can create anything you desire. The same rules for Scribblenauts applies here. No additives, trademark items, nor profanity can be used. Sorry, Matt. Uh, as well, it's not really uh, original to call out weapons, so no weapons may be called. What would you use to defeat a bunch of aliens attacking you on the moon? How would you use these items to combat the aliens? So this doesn't really have anything to do with zombies. Assume you found a way. Oh, assume you found. Assume that if you found a way back to Earth, you will be killed by zombies. Huh. So basically, what Scribblenauts items would you use to attack aliens? I would put, I would draw a tiger, and then I would put the tiger in a spacesuit, and then I would be like, go get him, tiger. Wow. But then the tiger would be stuck. The, the tiger wouldn't have be able to use its claws or its teeth because uh, it's in a spacesuit. He'd still be a fucking angry-ass tiger in a spacesuit. Uh, <laughs> he'd still be, I'm annoyed that so I'm wait, in, in the spacesuit. They suit. get weapons, and we don't? Yeah, well, we... That's yeah, yeah, we, it's, we're... we're so you can you can spawn anything in Scribble Knots. Anti-Martian we're talk- spray. We're talking about oh, there yeah, you go. yeah, Batman style anti-Martian, anti-Martian spray. spray. Or just load a T-Rex into a bazooka. <laughs> no weapons. Bazooka's a weapon. No, but we're not using it as a weapon. We're using yeah. it as okay, fine. A T-Rex into a giant slingshot. Still kind of a still weapon. kind of a weapon. A okay, T-Rex okay, and okay, a trebuchet. Okay, okay, okay. No, That's no, no, no. definitely it's a more weapon. of a weapon. No, you you put on the ring next to. Uh, uh, the T-Rex, and he's so scared he goes launching towards the... Uh, yeah, uh, there you go. System. Yeah, there we go. Not that that movie... Equip the really one ring so the aliens can't find you. Grab the T-Rex by the tail and swing him around. Because it's Ooh. the moon, right? So there's no oh, yeah, yeah. friction or whatever. So have him spin the T-Rex around. All right, the so, so our current plan involves getting a T-Rex near to the aliens and yeah. then just sort of letting it do whatever yeah. it does. Let, let, let I guess nature ob- take its course. Obviously, T-Rex... Just <laughs> see, the problem with all these big monsters is you have to put them in the spacesuits that they're on the moon. And if they're in spacesuits, it totally defeats all their monsterness. Not yes. necessarily. Because they can't bite anything and they can't claw anything. What about a space anything. T-Rex? Oxygen so he's okay with the... Force field. Mm. Force uh, field. Uh, well, for the record, I like space T-Rex. It's since, exactly the same as a T-Rex except it's purple and it has a little <laughs> antenna. There you go. Yes. Uh, for the record, just because we'll get letters, uh, 
there is friction on the moon. There's yes. there's drastically there's no, less gravity. There's less the gravity, moon. but there's there is still friction on yes, the moon. Yes, sorry. I, I <laughs> yes. That was that was I misspoke. There's no atmosphere, yes. so there's no like there's less drag. There's a skiff of an atmosphere. Yes, I believe there's a very, very small amount of atmosphere. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Is that why the flag waves? No. Oh, no. So the flag didn't the wave. The flag doesn't wave. The flag doesn't wave. Oh. But the flag is has a I'm bar in no, it. No, no, it has a bar in it that makes it not droop. Uh, yes. Mars also has it, like the bare skiff of an atmosphere because as well. They moved it, and there's less friction. No, I know. I'm yeah, I'm on the side of the no air. Like, I know. Friction. Yeah. Is there, it, it's it just it's like when you move something and it goes. It takes a sec to like finish moving after you stop yes, moving. Yes, I know. Conspiracy theorists are retarded. Yes, they are. Anyway. Okay, uh, so that was Askler. Yay. There he is. And that was the podcast, I guess. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, composed of 100% uh, less adorable baby tigers than previous podcasts. Floating Ready Run Podcast. I shit my ass inside out.